What's good, everyone? Welcome to the Redwoods Take Podcast. I am your host, Jack Sperry. It is Thursday, July 7th. Baker Mayfield traded to the Carolina Panthers yesterday. It was a complete bombshell that we were we've been really been looking forward to for a while now. Pretty much since the draft, we kind of expected Baker Mayfield to get dealt somewhere. Two months after the draft, it finally got done. Um, we, for the most part, we knew it was either going to be Carolina or Seattle. Ended up being Carolina uh, for a conditional draft pick. So it's either going to be a fourth or fifth round draft pick next season, uh, depending on how much Baker plays. So the Browns agreed to pay $10.5 million of Baker's contract next season. Carolina is going to be paying $4.85 million. And then Baker can make another $3 million with incentives, depending on playing time, performance, etc. So Baker is joining an already packed QB room in Carolina that already includes Sam Darnold, who is a first-round draft pick in the same draft class as Mayfield, P.J. Walker, and rookie QB out of Old Miss, Matt Corral. So, you know, the thing that I want to say about this trade is that, you know, because they traded for him, you know, you can definitely uh, say that this is Baker's job uh, locked up here for week one. But don't assume that he has it locked up, okay? he's This isn't automatically going to be his job. There is going to be a bit of a competition. Um, Sam Darnold is the greater talent, at least physically. His arm talent is undeniably... Um, more special, more dynamic than Baker's is. Plus, uh, Sam has the advantage of being with the team for over a year now. So not only does he know the playwork or the playbook backwards and forwards at this point, but he has established chemistry uh, with the receivers and the weapons at his disposal. So Baker has a lot to overcome in order to just become the starter. I mean, he's heading to a team in which he needs to learn an all-new playbook. He has to establish chemistry with all-new teammates, um, and he has to do it uh, with less overall arm talent than Sam Darnold. And, you know, where Baker is definitely superior to Darnold um, is his decision-making, accuracy, um, consistency. Those are the things that Baker has excelled uh, beyond Darnold so far uh, between their two uh, young NFL careers. But, you know, with Darnold already being in the building and the fact that he is more talented, at least from as a thrower, um, Baker definitely has his work cut out for him, especially because, I mean, in less than two months, he's going to be on the field playing uh, in a regular season NFL game. So, you know, learning a new playbook, uh, getting enough chemistry with his new guys and then still being able to go out there and win football games early on in the season is going to be a tough ask for Baker Mayfield. So, like I said, even if Baker wins this job, which you know is not a guarantee at this point, it's going to be an uphill battle to prove that he is a legitimate starting quarterback in this league. Um, this will be the worst offensive line that he's had in his career so far. Um, and outside of Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore, I mean, the weapons are very lackluster on this Panthers roster. So, you know, unless Terrace Marshall or Robbie Anderson or Tommy Tremble or one of these other guys steps up, um, there's really not going to be much for Baker to work with, which is why if I was Baker, I would have rather been sent to Seattle because at least you have, you know, Kenneth Walker at running back and, you know, an offense that, you know, 
I know how to run because, you know, Seattle likes to run that wide zone, outside zone, uh, run scheme, run first. And that's what Baker's used to. And Carolina does not run that system. They run a more varied kind of system. Uh, lots of inside, a lot more inside zone, uh, a lot more traditional reads uh, outside of, you know, the bootlegs that Baker is used to. Um, I thought Seattle, especially because you have Metcalf and Lockett at your disposal, I thought Seattle was a much better fit for Baker. Um, so it's going to be interesting and very difficult to see Baker succeed in this Panther offense because he's he doesn't have much time to learn it. He doesn't have much time to uh, build chemistry with his guys. Um, but one thing that is for sure is that if he takes the field week one uh, for – uh, in Charlotte, it's going to be because he earned that job. I mean, Sam Darnold, you know, he's obviously been working his butt off all offseason trying to uh, secure a starting spot for himself. So, you know, he's going to be ready to go. And if Baker outduels Darnold during the preseason, um, then Baker's going to earn that spot. But, you know, something that's very interesting about a deal with Carolina getting done is that back in April, a deal between the Browns and Panthers was expected to get done for Baker, but they couldn't get done for various reasons. And Carolina ended up trading up to get Matt Corral instead. Uh, and now two months later, uh, and less than a month away from training camp, uh, the Panthers came back to the negotiating table and got a deal done for Mayfield. So the question is why? Why would they do that? And I think the answer to that question is that there's no way Matt Corral has shown enough throughout minicamp and OTAs. Um, he hasn't shown that he is unequivocally the future of that franchise at QB um, throughout the first couple of months. And they feel like he should not hit the field at all in year one and that they cannot win with him in year one, that he is a project. And that's this is what I've been saying about Matt Corral. This is why he was I, – I said he was – a. a at most a third round talent, but maybe a fourth or fifth round talent, is because he has the arm strength, he has the quick release, he has a lot of the th he has uh, you know he's great mentality, a great leader, you know he's he's a pretty darn good runner as well. But you know when I look at this, I I see a guy that doesn't know how to go through um, multi varied reads, full field reads, and someone that has accuracy issues to every part of the field, especially deep. Uh, someone that doesn't handle pressure particularly well. Um, it was a very college -y offense that he ran at Old Miss, and he's gonna. It's gonna be an adjustment to learn this pro style offense, and I think Carolina is starting to wise up to that fact. Um, that it's you know he's he's not taking to the system as quickly as they wanted him to when they draft when they traded up to get him in the third round this year, and they think it's gonna be at least a year long project. So they wanted to add another veteran to the mix. Um, to give them a better chance at success this season. Um, and Because Matt Rule, his job is very much on the hot seat this year, very much on the hot seat. Um, you know, they brought in Ben McAdoo to be their offensive coordinator, who, which, if you ask me, is a big step down to Joe Brady, who was the guy they had before. Uh, Joe Brady was being considered for NFL head coaching jobs, and they fired him for someone that – ran one of the worst offenses in, in league history when he was running the offense in New York with Eli Manning. Um, it doesn't look good for Matt Rule right now, and it doesn't look good for Baker Mayfield, in my opinion. It doesn't look good for Sam Darnold. It doesn't look good for 
the Panthers in general. I think that it's it, the Panthers are going to be, you know, Phil Snow, their defensive coordinator, will get their defense to play at least league average, probably a bit above average, especially because J.C. Horn, uh, their rookie, their first round pick from last year, the corner, I think he's going to be absolutely special and he comes back fully healthy this year. They won every game J.C. Horn played last season which wasn't many. I think he only played two or three before he got hurt. But anyway, um, you know, when I look at this Panthers team, I see an offensive line that's that did improve this offseason, but, you know, their center is still not great. Brady Christensen, who's traditionally a tackle, is probably going to be kicked into guard. So we'll have to see how he handles being an interior offensive lineman. Um, you know, I do like their tackles, Iki Aquanu. And Taylor Moton, I think both of those guys are solid at the very least. Iquanu might be a bit shaky in pass protection, but I think if they were smart, the Carolina Panthers will at least try to be a run-first offense with Christian McCaffrey and Chuba Hubbard because um, I think that the, that's, that's the strength of this offense is Christian McCaffrey. He is their superstar, and the strength of this offensive line is run blocking. Iki Aquanu is built to be a dominant run blocking offensive lineman right now. And he's not, you know, he has some work to do in the pass protection uh, area of his game. So I think they need to lean into their strengths here and they need to be a run first offense, especially because Baker is coming into a new offense, you know, with new teammates. Um, it's clear that the strength of this offense is going to have to be uh, running the football. The only question is, is that going to work? You know, is McCaffrey going to stay healthy? Um, you know, it looks like they're going to be running more of an outside zone uh, run scheme because that's more of what Christian McCaffrey and Chuba Hubbard, you know, that's what their strength is, is outside zone. So that if anything, that's going to help Baker because that's what Baker's used to. He's used to outside zone. He's used to outside zone play action bootlegs and running that kind of offense. So, you know, if they run that type of offense and they're bringing Baker in to be kind of that, the quarterback to run that system, then that's good. I think that's a good fit for Baker, and I think that he can really fit in with this group. And especially as the season goes on and he builds more chemistry and he gets uh, a better feel for the playbook, then, you know, I, 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 f I feel – pretty good especially if the defense uh, plays at the high level that they played in uh, patches last year because in patches last year they were very dominant throughout like the first four or five weeks of the season they were definitely they were statistically the best defense in football and then you know they started getting major injuries to some of their best players and it started to come off the rails a little bit but they ended the season above league average in almost every defensive category so I like the defense there um but and if they're able to get this outside zone run scheme going with McCaffrey and Chuba Hubbard and, you know, be running behind Iki Aquanu and then running the play action stuff behind him with Baker, which is really Baker's strength as a quarterback, then I think that this team can find a little bit of success. And that's what I think that's Matt Rule's best chance at success. If they try to do, you know, the shotgun, you know, heavy passing system that this team has run in the past it's that's not going to work. Um, I don't think that this, I think, you know, the offensive line will be shaky in that department. I think Baker, uh, Baker's grasp of the, the playbook won't be to where it needs to be in order to run that kind of offense. I think the one uh, 
benefit of running that system is that Christian McCaffrey, I mean, is probably the best shotgun running back in the league, maybe besides Austin Eckler, but him and Eckler are kind of in the same category there where they're excellent pass catchers and excellent uh, check down options. But I really think that the the strength of this Carolina football team moving forward going into 2022 will have to be outside zone run, uh, working off a of play action here with Baker and, you know, trying to dominate on the defensive side of the ball. I think that's that's where this where this team's strengths are. And, you know, that's just the way it is, you know. And like I said, it's not even a for sure thing that Baker is the starting quarterback week one. You know, Sam Darnold could absolutely earn that job. Because remember when Cam Newton, Cam Newton uh, signed with the Patriots very, very close to the start of the season. And yes, he won the starting job. But, I mean, he admitted that, you know, signing with a team that close to uh, to the start of the season and having to learn an all-new playbook that you've never learned before, it's incredibly, incredibly difficult. And he said that even midway through the season, he was still learning the playbook. So, you know, although I think that Ben McAdoo's offense is far less complicated than Josh McDaniels is, it puts a, I think it's going to put a lot less responsibility on the quarterback because McDaniels really puts all puts like all the responsibility on the quarterback to check protections, to make sure to change plays, audibles, all the all that all that responsibilities on the quarterback in the McDaniel system. McAdoo's system is a bit more quarterback friendly, so that so that's certainly in Baker's uh, advantage. But it still remains the same that this is an offense that Baker has not run before. So he's going to have to learn all new language, all new, uh, you know, signals, all new responsibilities. Um, but, you know, I think he's going to come into the building. They're going to ask him, okay, what are you used to? And they're going to make it as easy of a, of a transition as they can possibly make it to give him the best chance of success. Um, and if they run that outside zone run scheme and Brady Christensen, who's who's traditionally a guard, comes in and plays uh, or he's, he's used to playing tackle, he's going to be playing guard next season. If he can come in and be a really good guard, which I think he can be, then this offensive line could be serviceable, especially in a, in a very run-heavy offense that tries to shorten the length of the game, dominate on defense, uh, and win really, really close matchups and really focus on Baker's ability to perform in the clutch. Um, because, you know, Baker has shown that when healthy, he is a playoff-level quarterback with a good roster. Now, you can argue about how good this roster is. I think it's definitely, without a doubt, it's a, it's a, it's a demotion in terms of roster help that he's going to be getting. Um, but there are some good pieces here. There are some good pieces. I like the defense. I like I, I, I like where the offensive line is heading. If Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy, I like the, the running back pair between him and Hubbard. Um, and if they run the play like a lot of play action, which is Baker's strength, I think that this I think that this could potentially work. So, you know, looking at the whole picture here, I, I don't think they're gonna win the NFC South, I think both the Saints and the and the and the Bucks have clearly the better rosters. I think that this is uh really really uh going to be an uphill battle for both the Panthers, Matt Rule and Baker Mayfield, but there is a path to success here and it gives Carolina fans some hope, which is 
exactly what you want to be doing if you're the Carolina Panthers. It's going to be it's going to sell season tickets. It's going to sell tickets overall. People are going to want to see Baker play for the Carolina Panthers, and it's going to be very very interesting. It's going to be one of the the bigger stories heading into 2022, and I can't wait to see uh, how it unfolds. Okay, guys, that's going to be it for today's show. Tomorrow, I will be joined by North Carolina's star infielder, Mac Horvath, uh, where he will be discussing uh, potential MLB rule changes and how he views those, whether steroid users should be allowed in the Hall of Fame. We'll be discussing what he thinks of the Baker Mayfield trade because he goes to school in the Carolinas. Uh, and where. And finally, we'll be discussing where we want to see KD play next. All right, guys, uh, thanks for stopping stopping by today. I really appreciate it. This has been the Rabbit Steak Podcast. I am your host, Jack Sperry. See you tomorrow. Peace.